This is an SJC Radio production. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to episode six of series three of Pit Stop. Do you realise that, um, you know what I like about how we, we give a number to each each show? First time ever since I've been at St. John's, and I've been here for many, many years, I know exactly which week of the term we're in. Normally, if you said to me... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, if you we're said to me... We're in the sixth week. Of course we are. It's episode wow. six. If you said, normally, in, 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 yeah. let's go back two years, if you said to me, so which week are we in? Oh, I, uh, we could be in the second, the third, the fourth, the sixth. I wouldn't have a clue. I know... We're in the sixth week of term. Is that the only upside of having a show? It's one of the many upsides. Uh, of, <laughs> I was of, reminded recently that it's half term next week. I was thinking, is it? Yes. It seems so soon. Now, I've got a question. Is half term, is in the, in the calendar, is half term week seven or is week seven the week after half term? That's quite important. I'm not quite sure. We'll not have, I'll have to clarify. We might need to find that out. Moving on. Yes. Right. Um... Yesterday, I was very uh, surprised and sad to hear uh, of the passing of Max Mosley. Max, you, you might not know who Max Mosley was. I do know who Max Mosley was. So what, what was his... He was the president of the FIA. He was, yes. He was president of the FIA um, in the time, if we go back to 1994, when we had you know Senna and Ratzenberger dying at the yeah. Samina Grand Prix. We also had a few weeks later, I think we had Ben Vingo had a very bad accident in Monaco. We had Pedro Lamy bad accident from testing. So he, he was sort of, um, he had to rush through lots of changes um, to make Formula One safer. So, so an example being, uh, I think um, I think the race following um, San Marino, I think it was Barcelona, they decided to install a new chicane. So there, there were lots, it, it was a time when Formula One was very much in the headlines because of his deaths. And, you know, he was often on the news, you know, talking about, you know, new, changes they were going to make in order to make Formula One safer. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a time when Formula One was, was very much making sort of uh, the front pages and, and he obviously played a prominent role um, uh, in, in making Formula One safer. So I, I, I didn't even know he was ill, so it's become a, a bit of a shock. Um, okay, you got any other any other news things? I have a funny thing. A funny thing. Okay, let's have some humour. Yeah, okay. So after Valtteri Bottas' pit stop on Monaco, they have to take back the car with its wheels on 
to the factory to get the wheel back with on. that front right. It's the longest oh, pit stop ever. So yeah, the, yeah, say it again. The wheel so doesn't like come off. The wheel. So are you saying? So are you saying so the wheel take it back to the factory with the wheel still on? With yeah. the wheel still on. Oh there. my word! So you have to use a Dremel, which is a rotary tool. Yeah, it's a little disc that spins. So take it off carefully, that's not extra, damage the car. That's exactly, I mean, that's a, so I've never seen. Stop of all time. I've never seen anybody retire because they couldn't get a, a wheel. It's an extraordinary, and they still couldn't get off. That's a, that's yeah. very interesting. Last weekend for the Mercedes guys. It was right, for Red Bull guys. Yeah, it was. I loved the weekend. There's just any other news before we move on. No, nothing making the Formula One news. Right. Oh, I, hold on, hold on. Um, downloads. I, I'm going to talk about downloads now. Um, at the moment, we're not able to track how many people tune in to the radio show, but we can measure the number of downloads we've had and also where these people are from. And obviously, obviously the majority of downloads are obviously from Britain. Uh, second place, you probably know who's in second place, 174, the Netherlands. <laughs> third place, who's in third place on ATR? The United States. The US. Now we've got a list of loads of other countries. Guess which country has appeared up on our table of downloads? Monaco. No, no, no. Uh, uh, there's quite a few countries. Well, so there's a lot of countries. Let, let's go Far East. Oh, Abu Dhabi. But, Ed, well done. We're going the Far East. Oh, you're, go. you're thinking the Middle East, Max. Yeah, there we go. We've got either one person downloading or, or two people downloading. Uh, I'm not sure, but we're, we're actually, we know we're international, but we're, we're now sort of all four corners of the earth. I think we also have. A, I think we also have a uh, Australian listener. Leave. We we might. Or we might have Daniel done previously. Ricardo, yeah. <laughs> we might have previously. We might have previously. I think the Australian person has sort of. Uh, Tailed off. Maybe we haven't talked about off. Daniel Ricciardo enough. Okay, okay, we can change that. We can quite, change. Well, we've talked about Daniel quite a lot. Right, moving on. So Monaco Grand Prix. Um, okay, the race result was first place was Max, Max, Max was Stafford. Second place was Carlos Sainz. None of us saw that coming. No. Third place was Lando Norris. Somebody did see. Somebody, movie. somebody saw that coming. Joe, you, you you saw you saw that coming. I did. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. I watched the six minute uh, YouTube highlights. And was I that you, about a pit stop? Yeah. Ooh, I tell you what. Yeah. If you're a fan of pit stops, you'd have loved it because all it was was six minutes of pit stops. Um, so we're going to go with your star rating of the race uh, and the reason why you've given it that star rating. Joe, I'm going to go to you first, your star rating out of five stars. So I'm normally quite harsh. Yes. But it wasn't a very good race. Yeah. But I'm going to give it an extra star because Rebel are now leaving the constructors oh, yeah. and they're leaving the drivers and okay. it's Monaco. Yes. You know, it's so great. It's, I think it's the first time since Sebastian Vettel uh, that the Mercedes haven't been leading. Uh, both both drivers and constructors. Oh, they, didn't, they didn't. Oh, sorry. You mean the first time in terms Sitting of the in championship? Terms of hybrid era. January twenty. Uh, well, twenty fourteen was the start of the hybrid. Twenty nineteen. Well, that's good, isn't it? Right How many stars are you giving it then? So I'm giving it three stars. That's quite generous. Uh, because qualifying was good. Uh, yeah. Sebastian Vettel will probably come on to him later on. Yeah. Uh, and obviously to see the Mercedes so far down was yeah. also great. So it's a nice change. Max, um, stars. I would, um, terrible race, I think, like yeah. boring race, but the result is perfect. So yeah. for that, I give it a two stars. Two stars, that's good. Ed, what about you? Again, not very exciting race. Uh, quite happy with that for the result, Lando yeah. podium. So, so what would go for again, matching Max with two stars? I think two stars is fair. Um, thing is, as we said before, it, Monaco is all about the qualifying, mm -hmm. uh, and if the race, if it's shots, 
Well, exactly. Oh. If the race conditions are dry and there will be crashes, then basically nothing happens, yeah. which is why the six-minute highlights were made up entirely of pit stops. Um, Nelson Piquet described, once described racing around Monaco, I quite like this. He said it's like riding your bicycle around your living room. Yeah. I, I really the like The size that. of the F1 cars now as well, That's, it's like like a tandem. I, I've been to Monaco, not for the Grand Prix, but I've been there a few times. It's unbelievably narrow. Unbelievably, you know, it's, it's, when you're there, you can't even picture Formula 1 cars racing around it. Um, so actually, um, no surprises in that it was an uneventful race. You expect Monaco to be uneventful unless people actually crash. What I think F1 needs more of mm-hmm. is more of the one-off liveries. Yes! That, that McLaren. Okay, yeah, I, nice. I would, okay I'll go along well, with that. Because I, that's, I don't, I'm not saying every race that sets up different. I quite like regularity. But it is nice to, let's say, every team, um, throughout, throughout the whole calendar, yeah. you can have two. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Because after a while, you get, particularly with Mercedes, well, okay, they, they changed the back, they used to be silver. The same car scheme, everything you get. Bit of it. I think the last time that Mercedes would have had, like, changed their livery for, like, a one-off race would have been Germany 2019. And what was that? That was the... Well, they, they changed it to more classic livery. So they, they, they kept was the back half yes. the same. The yeah. front was just white. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now my, my, my talking point uh, was about uh, qualifying and uh, Leclerc. What are your thoughts on that? Because I've come up with, I've got an, uh, a suggestion. See, originally, I yeah. wasn't thinking of it, but I was wondering, was it strategic? He's well, got his pole lapping. Well, now let's cause well, the session to end. Yeah. Funny enough, because you know, a few years ago, Michael Schumacher got pole in Monaco, yeah. and we're pretty certain he deliberately yeah, he crashed it at Raskas. Raskas, blocking yeah. the track, and that... This is my suggestion. What, what do you think of this as a suggestion? From now on, well, this is my proposal. If you cause a, an accident which halts qualifying, i.e. brings qualifying to an end, my, my suggestion is that you lose your fastest qualifying lap. Okay, let's make this rule for Monaco. In Monaco, if you cause a session to be stopped so it cannot be continued, then you lose your fastest lap. So what I'm saying is... With with my rule, Sainz would have lost his pole lap, and that will prevent Max. Yeah, any sorry, I meant I meant Leclerc. What did I say? Sainz. I, I meant Leclerc. Yeah, I think that's quite good. J- just for Monaco, or because he crashed with like eighteen seconds, which means everyone's going that's to right. their fastest lap. They should be allowed one flying lap, like go back out once. It's well, I, I think my solution is the best better, one. Yeah, because you lose your fastest lap, Leclerc. He's no longer on pole position. I'm not sure it's done on purpose. No, I'm not sure either. No. But what I'm saying is. It has happened before Monaco, and actually there have been times where it's, it's impossible for us he to He wouldn't have stayed on to pole. The Stappen and Science looked like they were going to qualify. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, that's interesting. So, he was a second and a half. So there we go. Well, then the punishment fits the crime, because you lose your pole time. That means he's no longer on pole. He's now P10. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, does that, does, do, do you approve of my I suggestion? Approve, yeah. Well, then it there means even if it isn't done sense. on purpose. Yeah. It means like even if it isn't done on purpose, it's, it's, it's harsh. Absolutely. But, I mean, F1 is all about risks versus rewards. Yeah, and absolutely. So... Let's say you, you put a pole lap in, then maybe, okay, that's that's going to be my best lap, then maybe just pit, so, uh, you know, not risk crashing on your next lap. Yeah. But um, I think that's a very wise suggestion, even if I say so myself. Should we move on? I need anything else to say about uh, Monaco? I don't uh, think so. Nothing to well, add about We were maybe, very happy. We were still about McLaren. Sorry. Yeah. We were very happy. We were out of Duke of Edinburgh and we managed to just run to the finish line to just get home in time. For yeah. Right, very good. Um, now, just sorry, yes, back to McLaren. Um, I know it probably won't go down with Ed and Max yeah. very well, but I'm a little bit worried about Daniel Ricciardo. I know. 
qualified P12. He got lapped by Norris. Lapped by his own how, teammate. How did that happen? How did that happen? I think he's been overhyped a little bit. What I don't you? think he's necessarily been overhyped. I, I mean, he's got I mean oh, yeah, I think it is. Come on. He's had, I think he's actually time to adjust to that. He's car. never been out of a Renault engine. All his cars he's raced in have had Renault engines. It's yeah. like. And I makes don't much. think the car suits his driving style. How did he end up being that? Well, was there a problem? Did he did he have any technical No, no, just wasn't very quick. On pace. Oh, my word. Well, with he's... Lando, he did have quite a significant gap to car set, so he did have clean air, so it's not like he was getting held but up. But even so, directly on pace, it's... But for McLaren to be outdone by both Aston Martins, by an Alfa Romeo... Oh, are you talking about... Oh, you, Daniel you... Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo mm. was out-qualified and... Out in the pace, Monaco, Alpha Romeo. Monaco is truly just confidence. The yeah. whole thing is confidence. Yeah, yeah. So if he's been in point. four yeah. races where he's just yeah. lost his confidence, but he's a previous winner. Let, let, let's, previous winner. Hard, I don't, let, let's previous winner. Previous pulse. How about let's wait, to, need any let, let's wait to the next let's race. Wait. I don't let's think Ricardo yeah. is. Sergio Perez is way under the cosh, way more under the cosh than um, uh, Daniel Ricardo is by the media. Yeah. Just because. It's it's yeah. What I would say is Ricardo when he first signed for Renault. His, up until probably about Silverstone that season, he was nowhere. Ah, yeah, okay. But then true. you look at last yeah. year, yeah. and he got ah, two podiums. Yeah. yeah, let's judge. Um, let's just wait a little bit. Wait until yeah. second season. Second season. Yeah, um, yeah, and as Ed saying, wait until the second half of the season. Right, folks, uh, update on our predictions table. Um, now, Joe, inspired decision to go for Norris for third. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The phrase zero to hero springs to mind here. Um, I will do the table in reverse order. And, and Ed, unfortunately for you, the phrase hero to zero springs to mind. Yeah. Because Ed, who was leading uh, up to the weekend, uh, has now, you're now in last place with 105 points. You only got 10 points for the weekend. In third place, it's me. And I did quite well, actually, because I got, no, I, I got obviously Verstappen to win. So, Ed, you got 105 points. I've, I've got 115 in third place. Max, you did pretty well because you got the winner. You you got 120 points. And Joe, you've gone from 75 points, last position, to first position. Uh, your third is 125. You scored 50 uh, over the weekend. So, a complete, complete reversal of uh, the table. In part two... Uh, I've got a feeling it might be MotoGP this weekend from uh, from Mugello, I think. Uh, we'll obviously do our predictions uh, in part two. Yep. Um, I think that probably concludes part one. So uh, we'll see you after the break. to uh, part two. going to start off with uh, motorsport matters. Things that perhaps we should have said in the first part or things which, um, I don't know, things which um, we thought of maybe since the first episode. Mm-hmm. I thought of a couple of things. Max, you said that um, you said you ran back from the end of DV and you, and you made it in home, made it home yeah. just in time to watch the Grand Prix. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? It reminds me, I've mentioned this before, 1984, when I was on CCF camp. Was like, no, no, it wasn't CCF camp. No, 
I was um, flying chipmunks at RF Abingdon. It was it was a Sunday at school, and uh, we got back to school at about two o'clock. I ran up to my boarding house. I ran back, and it was the Monaco '84 Grand Prix. A lot more eventful than the one we've just had. Um, you mentioned somebody mentioned uh, Sebastian Vettel. We're we going to talk about Sebastian Vettel. What about him? Well, and Monaco. Oh, Ed, okay, he, to you. he did very well. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, did, he, did, he, did, he did. do very well. Uh, so he, he was fifth. He was fifth. I didn't know that. He was fifth. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, that's good, isn't well, it? Now yeah. you do. Where did he qualify? Did he? Qualify? Um, wouldn't know that. I'd say top ten, I reckon. Six, yeah. Okay. Well, that is good, isn't it? Uh, that, that is very good. Now, on the subject of liveries, Joe mentioned that he would quite. I think you all agreed you'd quite like to see a few more, you know, different sort of one-off liveries. You reminded me of something. Back in 1999, there was a team called BAR yeah. who eventually became well, who are now Mercedes, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and BAR, I think they're British American. Racing, it's a, it basically it's a tobacco company, and they wanted to have different liveries on both their cars. Yes, I've heard this. Yeah, they wanted so their cigarette manufacturer. They wanted one car to be sponsored by a cigarette brand called Five Five Five, and the other car to be sponsored by Lucky Strike. But the ruling was, or I think it still is, yeah, you cannot have different liveries on different cars. So they put both the liveries on the one car. And, and the Jordan liveries was was a was a zip, a zip design running the the, the middle of the car. So, um, have you seen pictures of that? Yeah, I watched a what, YouTube video. About what that. did you think of it? I'm imagining probably it's unique. It, it is unique. Good so, publicity. Yeah, yeah. Um, now we, we had a conversation yesterday, um, which didn't make the final edit. Uh, now, now we know that Formula One has got a few issues. I mean, you know. I mean, look at Monaco, for example. You might say, you know, has Formula One outgrown Monaco? They couldn't overtake. Um, other issues could be, I would argue, that well, well, the big issue, I think, is the domination by Mercedes. The governing body seem to think there's an issue with qualifying, where there isn't. I think there's an issue with um, DRS, making it too easy to overtake. Uh, but Max, but no, forget all those issues. According to Max, the biggest issue in Formula One is there are too many logos on team members' shirts. The placement is not correct. Stop there, Max, otherwise I'll edit you out of this one as well. So there we go. So as far as Max is concerned, you limit the number of logos on a shirt and all of Formula One's problems simply this, disappear. This, yeah. There we go. This is the beauty of having the opinions of you know, people of your age. We have some fairly random sort of views and opinions. I think so, that's just Max. I think it is just Max, actually. So there we go. According to Max, get rid of the logos, and all, all of a sudden, all of Formula One's problems are resolved. <laughs> right, moving on. Max. Oh, have we got? Have we got? Tom's quiz answer. Please don't tell me if you well tell me if you got it or not. Uh, I can find it very Max, can you go over and pick up the, the, the quiz book? I'll have to sort of fill in the time. So we've got Max just walking across the classroom to pick up the quiz book, whilst Ed is trying to check the answer to Tom's question last week. Right, we have the answer. Good, don't tell me the answer. Now, see what I've I've spent uh, a bit of time this morning trying to work it out. It was extremely difficult. Can you tell me if I'm right or wrong? I think 
The answer is spa. Am I right? No. Can I tell you why I thought it was spa? I'm Go just, ahead. Okay, because the first clue was working in pairs. Well, I'm thinking of sparring. Boxers spar, don't they? They do. Um, the next bit, um, where the old where the old is new. I thought the old spa francochon is the, the, the nine mile circuit. We've now got the new spa francochon, which incorporates sections of the old circuit. Roads cross and nothing stops. Well, up until maybe about ten years ago, um, parts of the the current spa well, were still public roads, and so that there was actually you no know other sources. That was the crossroads, and apparently I'm wrong. So yeah, yeah, okay. You're wrong. I, um, What's the answer then? We're in Paris. Oh, working in pairs. I can see that pairs is an anagram of Paris. Yeah. So, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, I, I get that. Mm, carry on. Do we want the... I want, I want the down? full work, workings out, please. Right, so pairs is obviously an anagram of Paris. Uh, this location is going to be hard to spot. Right. Paris was the first place, first place in the world to use camouflage. Uh, was it for their equipment in 1915? Are we saying? Are we talking about military equipment? I imagine so. This is during World War. Yeah. I didn't know that. Where the oldest new, the oldest oh. bridge in the city is called the New Bridge. And Who knows that? Well, I mean, Tom apparently. Carry on, carry on. Tom. Roads cross and nothing stops. There are 13,260 crossroads in the city. As the record uh, for the least number of stop signs, is there are none. Uh, there used to be one city, but it's disappeared at some point between um, May 2012 and September 2014, and hasn't. You know where I've gone wrong? Because I'm thinking of motorsport and thinking of racetracks. It's got to yeah. be a, a, a you know, racetrack as the location. Now, we made the mistake last week of not talking about the motorsport relevance of the location. What is, I think I know the answer. Can I guess? For this week? Yes. Go so so I, I, the headquarters of the FIA, is that the answer? Uh, what be. is the relevance of Paris? Well, oh. It's not the answer I have. Okay, well, I'm not saying that is the answer, but okay, what, what, what have we got? Good answer if it is well, I've got Paris is the location and host city of the 1900 Summer Olympics. So okay. during this event, motorsport made its only appearance at an Olympic Games. Really? As an event. Yeah. Really? Automobile and motorcycle racing categories. Races. And it's the only time it's ever uh, ever happened. Hasn't happened since. Does it? Does it give you the name of the? Don't tell me the, the name of the track that they used because it doesn't. Okay. No. Oh, I thought I did so well, Joe. I thought it was Spa, and I talked about how how we how we worked it out. Oh no. Now, um, what we didn't do last week um, is we didn't talk. So last week the location was the Isle of Man. And we were so carried away with talking about how we got the answer, we didn't talk about the motorsport relevance of the Isle of Man. So, Joe, it's obviously the Isle of Man TT, which is a world-famous bike race. Mm -hmm. Joe is going to give us some facts about last week's location in the Isle of Man. Uh, so, one lap is 37 and three-quarter mile long laps. Very long. Uh, does anyone know roughly when it first began? Not Max, because you've already oh. seen my notes. I would say... Don't Max, no, don't. No, Max, you can't. Max. I would say... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's very early. I'll say around thirties, nineteen thirties. I'd be tempted to say twenties. It's a lot earlier than oh, really? sorry, I'm gonna have lost it. A lot earlier than both of those. I was surprised by it as well. It began in 1907. Gosh. Oh right. Why did ah. I say that? Um, and oh, it was 15 God. miles long there. Okay. Uh, TT. I didn't know this. And that, what does it sound? It's got to be time trial. 
Taurus Trophy. Oh, well, I always thought it was Taurus Trophy. The, the event is a time trial because... Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't... Okay, carry on. Uh, there's a superbike class that consists of six laps. Yeah. And don't be fooled, that isn't a short race. No, it's not. Because it's 226 and a half miles long. It's the length of a Grand Prix, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. And um, the TT, in, in just 106 years... Has killed two hundred and thirty. Uh, yeah, if you if you said to me how many people have died, I would say it was probably a couple of hundred. Yes, because if you crash on the TT, you know, you, if you crash, you're lucky if you're if you're not killed because it's so quick. Well, there, but you're, you're going to hit a brick wall. Well, so. the, the, the lap speed record was in two thousand and nine, held by John Guinness. Yeah, and he had an average speed, yeah. average speed yeah. of one hundred and thirty-one miles an hour. Yeah, that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, one final sort yeah. of more light-hearted fact than yeah. death. Good. Um, many riders visit the fairy bridge to say hello to the fairies for good luck. That's good, isn't it? the end of the race. Wow, well, that's good. The race, sorry. Good. So we, we, so this has been the first week where we've we've actually talked about the motorsport relevance of the locations. Got to move on, therefore, to the next. Now, this is, in my opinion, the hardest quiz in the history of quizzes. There's no doubt wow. about that. This is the hardest <laughs> quiz ever. Right, next, um, but Tom was saying the next clue is, is the hardest by far. So that last one was almost impossible. Let's have the next one, please. Uh, oh, sorry, give me a bit of time to find it. Oh, I think, I think Joe's got it lined know. up. Joe, over to you. Have you got it lined up? Okay. Yeah, I've got it here. Oh, okay. Off you go. Okay. This week we are racing, planting, sleeping, flying, and putting. To Morocco grid, do I out. Duke after Duke. Mapping, fighting, accounting, and photographing. Can you work out where we are this week? Simple answer is no. No. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I will. This week we are on public transport. Yeah. Train, bus, and walking, which is going to take oh, you 14 hours as you travel train, 300 bus, and walking. And you right, travel okay. 334 miles from Paris. From Paris, so it's 14 okay. hours away on a train, bus. I will walking. do my normal thing. Uh, Next week, I will write down the Review. clue and I'll give it some thought. Uh, wow, it's just really, really difficult. Uh, Max, I think we're going over to you, Max. Right. Okay, you've opened the book, ask some questions. So, just before I ask these questions, I've got a funny fact. Tell us the funny fact. So, according to Toto Wolf, when they got the wheels stuck on battery while Tesla's car, um, Ferrari offered some of their services. In trying to get the wheel off. Really? In use of using heavy machinery, which consists as a sledgehammer. <laughs> very good. Oh, I like that. Okay. Right, questions. So, right, okay. Right, I'm ready. Which South American driver joined Williams in 1980? South American? Carlos Reutemann. Yes, correct. Which South American driver won three Grand Prix in 1980? That's, that's well before my era. South American driver, three Grand Prix in 1980. Yeah. That's before my era. I can give you a hint. I don't really want I don't hints. Think you would South American. Um, oh, gosh. Okay, I, I can't be silent because then we've got sort of dead air, haven't we? Give you a little hint. Give me a little hint, but make it very, very okay. little. One of their ancestors is dating Max Verstappen. Oh, well, I'm going to say Nelson Piquet. It is. Yeah, yes. I, thought, I was thinking Nelson Piquet, but yeah, I can carry on. Next one. Which South American driver retired from Formula One at the end of 1980? Again, you, this is this is two years before I even started watching Formula One. South American driver who retired at the end of 1980. 
Yes, I can give you a hint. Hold on, South American, 1980, retired. You've got to give me a hint on this, I think. One of their ancestors, Ray, uh, is test driver. For oh, it's, it's got to be Fittipaldi, isn't it? Correct. Sure. Yeah. Who won the 1980 Drivers' World Championship? Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Alan Jones, isn't it? That is correct. Right. No, forget One 19... More. No. Okay. Driving no. which car? Uh, Williams. It was Williams. With what engine? It was uh, Full Cosworth. 1980. Yeah. Right. Now, 1980 is well before my time, Max. So no, I've got I've got a fact of the week. Yeah. Slash um, question. Okay. For everyone. Right. So what? And I've got I've, I've got this. I've got some background to it as well. Yeah. What unusual event happened in Monaco? It's going to be impossible for you to guess. Yeah. It's not okay. really a question. Yeah. Okay. But if anyone knows it, you're welcome to say what unusual event happened in Monaco on the Friday, I believe it was. On the Friday. So the track was still shut. Yes. The roads were still shut. Yes. Um, someone broke in and that's, that's, you, that's, that's a good answer. Well, you, you're closer than you think, actually, yeah. because Bert Mylander was stopped by a police officer. So he was getting in some laps to get used to the car in an Aston Martin, and the police officer thought he was illegally driving on the track really? when it was shut, and he was pulled over. Um, hold, on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Are we talking the, the safety car driver? The safety car driver, say, Bert Mylander. I thought it was, yes. He was in, and the, he said the police were expecting a Mercedes. And now, obviously, because it's Mercedes and oh. it's a Martin safety car. Oh, I see. He got right. pulled over. And it didn't happen once, it happened twice. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, Ed, are you ready with Who Am I? I am. We have 10 questions only. I will get the ball. Who, somebody else wants to get the ball, ball rolling? Okay. Um, are you. Yeah. Are you alive? Yeah. Good question. Are um, you still in Formula One? No. Okay. He's alive, but not still in Formula Wait, One. Sorry. This is not an official question. But well, no, no, is no, no, it no, Formula no. One related or could it be any most? Well, that's, that's a question. That's, that's, that's a question. Well, that's no, it could be Jack no, and it could be no. Are you a former Formula One world champion? No. Right, so he, right that, that's making me think right, well, seven, not seven, Formula One. Well, I'm not sure about that. Next, so, so, Were you, have you raced in Formula One? That's the obvious question. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. So, retired Formula One. There's an obvious question. He hasn't won a world championship. He has raced in Formula One. He's alive. He's alive. There's an obvious question to ask. Have you won yes, a race? Yes, that's the obvious question. Yeah. Right, so it's a retired Grand Prix winner. Five questions left. Okay, are you European? No. no. So he's probably South American. A South American I, I, Grand Prix Felipe. winner. Yeah, I want to say Felipe. No, 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 no. Oh, he's Brazilian, isn't he? Yeah, yes. and he hasn't won a... You're right. Okay, can we think of any other South Americans? We've got, we've got Nelson. Yes no, no Nelson Piquet hasn't won a... Junior didn't win a... Right, we've got four left. Um, you want to bite the bullet and say, is it... Well, the, if, you, if you say that, you're going to go out. You're out. Okay. okay, is it Felipe Massa? No. Ooh, Three left. We say he's not European. We reckon he's South American. Has he come second in a world championship? He might have. Retired. That's gone. That's a retired, we think, South American. We could be American. No, South American Grand Prix winner. Um, have you raced in Formula 1 in the, in the last 10 years? No. Right. We've got one question left, and then we have to give an answer. Did you race in the 1980s? No. Oh, no. That, that was my answer. Can okay. we now have a No, 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 no. You, you've got to give an answer now. You have to guess. So we reckon he's South American. He's, he hasn't raced the last 10 years. So from the early 2000s, South American, hasn't won a Grand Prix, and is now retired. Who is it? 
Wait, can I have my guess? Yeah, well, you just guess. Okay, just go for it. Pass. Is it Maldonado? Oh, yes. Is it? No, and he raced in the last 10 years. He did, that's true. Oh, yeah. So somebody, I, I can't think of anybody um, who was driving in the racing in the early. Uh, so we talked about not. I'm out. What was the answer? I am Juan Pablo Montoya. Oh, for goodness oh. sake, of course. I should have got that. Oh, I should have. Well, well done, Ed. Very good. Folks, good one. I'm moving on now. Uh, this weekend, it's all about MotoGP. It's the Italian Grand Prix from, from Mugello. So, I just want your predict. I need a pen. Give me a pen. Somebody give me a pen. I, I need to write down our predictions for the race win. Um, okay. Uh, are we ready? Who wants to go first? Joe. Joe? Um, I'm going to go last on this. Joe? Yeah. No? MotoGP. Um, I'm going to say Quartararo. Good. Ed, who are you going for? Um, I'll go for Vignales. Vignales? No, Ben. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I completely misheard you there. (laughs) Sorry, that's that's stupid. Sorry. I was facing the other way. I was having a senior moment there. Vignales. Max. Uh... Zarakoa? I don't know. You don't know who he is. Zarko, maybe. Zarko, Okay. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm not being influenced by any of you, but I was always going to say Bang Naya for his debut win. Now, Joe, uh, the rest of us have gone for Ducati riders. Yeah. You've gone for Yamaha rider. I have, yeah. Magello's got a very long start finish straight. Yeah. I can guarantee you a Ducati will win the race. Can guarantee you that. So I'm really pleased you went for Quattawara. He's he's our leader then. Oh yeah. yeah. Hope so I can't back in F1 then. So Quattawara won't win. Um I tell you I tell you, you know, I bet you Miller's gonna win. But 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 no, well, but only because we haven't chosen him. Right, Zarko is is no, no, you you gone with Zarko, quite a good bet actually. He'll really? be in the top three, I'm sure. Why is a fancy Banyaya to win? But what if Miller wins? Well no, those bets are done. So um, I hope you enjoyed that, folks. And please tune in again next week. Until then, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Ed. Goodbye from Joe. Goodbye from Matt. was an SJC radio production written and presented by Mr Bird, Joe, Ed and Max. The editor was Mr Bird and it was produced by Tom Russell. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. 
There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well